0: You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode where I'm doing an interview with Apollonia Ponte. And she is very smart. She is a dating coach for men. She is a woman with a great female perspective on dating. And I really do like a lot of the advice that she gives. I feel like we're on the same page with a lot of things. So I feel like you're going to enjoy and learn from this episode, from the interview with me and Apollonia. We're talking about how to become a high value man. How do you become a high value man? What does that look like? What does it mean to be high value? How do you see yourself as high value? How do you build self-esteem so you see yourself as high value? And then how do you make sure that you're filtering for a woman who you believe you actually deserve? Really deep stuff, important stuff, and you're going to be learning it all today with my interview with Apollonia. Don't forget, if you are looking for coaching, if you need help meeting women, becoming a high value man, being a man that actually attracts women that you believe are out of your league. Well, it is possible. I do it every single day with the clients that I'm working with and I'd recommend that if you feel that you struggle here, that you fill out an application at coachedbytrip.com. That is where you will find the information for us to work together. You and I will get on a call and it's 100% free and it's a call to see if coaching is a good fit for you. And the way that you'll qualify for this call is just by filling out the application and being honest, that's it. And of course you got to be over 18. So if you're over 18, you fill out the application, you'd give me a decent idea of what's going on, I will be texting you or emailing you personally. And don't worry, it's not like a lot of people get turned away. This isn't like a lottery ticket, like, oh, I hope Trip picks me. Like, no, as long as you fill out the application, tell me what's going on and I feel like it's something I can help with. I will reach out to you. So, I do reach out to most people. It just all depends on if coaching is a good fit for you. And we find that out on our phone call where you will be talking to me personally. So, go to coachedbytrip.com. Link is in the show notes to apply today to get the help you need for meeting and attracting more women in your life. We work on approach anxiety, we work on online dating. I personally create your profile for you to get more matches, and I will make sure we get you onto more dates with women that you actually want to be with. That's what we do. So, Coachedbytrip.com is where you need to apply. Why don't we get into it? My interview with Apollonia talking about how to become a high value man. Hello Apollonia, good to be interviewing you today. How's it going?
1: Hi, Trip, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. I don't
0: think it, yeah, you're welcome. I don't think I've ever said that before. It's good to be interviewing today. Usually I just say like, it's like, great to have you on the podcast. But <laughs> technically is an interview because we're just asking you and extracting all the great information you have. So it's just awesome to do it. Tell us who you are, what you do, what your specialty is. You have been really crushing it on YouTube and making a big name for yourself over the past years. And I'm sure that there's going to be guys who are listening to this who have heard of you, maybe follow you and watch you on YouTube. But there'll be a handful of guys who are just hearing about you now, and I think that would be a you know good to tell them who you are and what you're all about.
1: Yeah, thanks, Trip. I appreciate that. So I'm Apollonia Ponti. I am a dating and relationship coach, and um, I specialize in just talking to men. And I work only with men. And I really, my niche, I think, in particular, is one of the ones that we're going to talk about today. But the things that we do in my practice is really teach men in regards to how to attract women, how to understand women as a woman myself, and really give them real advice um, in regards to the mindset of a woman. And also, I like to go into a lot about codependency, broken relationships, why you keep on attracting the same woman, and really go into depth about that. So my practice kind of goes beyond just attraction, I believe, too. And I think that's what kind of makes my mission so purposeful for myself, I could say, is because I feel like relationships are our biggest lessons in life, no matter what type of relationship, even if it's a one-month relationship. (laughs) You can learn so much from there and as long as we show up. So just defining that, I love to work with men and really get them results with women. And it's really a passion of mine.
0: Cool. So how did you start doing all this? Like, Where did you begin?
1: Yeah. So my life story, it really comes from my life story. Short and sweet in regards to my upbringing, I had a father that was in and out of my life. And I spent all my years trying to understand and fix him. And so I lost myself in that mission. uh, And um, I found myself within it when I was in probably my 20s. And... I went to school and I failed school a lot because I was always studying relationships and love at the age of like 10. I remember my mom told me a long time ago, one of your first questions to me about love was when you were five years old. And your first question was, if love, why why, when people fall in love, are they happy and why are they sad? And it was something that I would always talk to my mom about um, and her friends about. And I was so, I took such an interest to it. And growing up, I started to notice that this was my purpose. It was my passion. And I started doing speeches and I got hired from corporations to do speeches about like equality in the workplace and things like that. But I wanted something bigger because it was always about relationships and it was in the realm of that. And um, from then on, I then opened up my practice online and I started coaching women and I was like, mm, not too sure about this. It's not vibing. you know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too sure. And I had a lot of guy friends and I was always like, they would always get so much results with my advice and studied a lot. And um, then I started coaching men. And after that, I remember my first coaching call with a guy, I coached him and I was like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And from then, I just took off. And then I believe I did. I opened up my YouTube channel maybe two and a half, sure. three years ago, where I really steadily started posting on it. And yeah, and I'm here now. And my purpose is really just to help men with women and get them better with just understanding. Cause I also believe, and I know we're going to talk about this today, trip. I also believe like we've created such a bad stigma for men in dating where we've not given them like very factual, but internal advice in regards to dating relationships where we've trained men to like kind of think like i have to do this thing to get this woman you know what i mean and i think that's just how the world has amplified relationships as well with men and like if she's beautiful then this is your girl but in all actuality it's really about the man has something to bring to the table too and i feel like that's not talked about as much
0: right exactly it's very interesting It's very interesting what the guy's mindset is when he's entering dating. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like His initial mindset. Okay. What's your thought on on what I just said there?
1: Yeah. So I think there's... Depending on the guy, there's probably... I would say the most... There's probably two prominent mindsets, right? So you'll have... Let's talk about the guy that typically gets a lot of women. So the guy that's pretty good looking, probably well-established and gets a lot of women... You'll have a guy that goes in with a mindset of like, you know, I probably don't really need to put in a lot of work or I always get this woman. But then when they find that one girl that they really like, it's like they put so much pressure on themselves where they're just not that authentic anymore, right? And then they can't get a connection with that woman or their mentality that they've adapted to gets that woman that they really like, like the high quality woman, let's just say, gets turned off by his behaviors, patterns, and habits because it works for other women. And well, that's what I've noticed a lot And you know, in that particular guy. And then you have guy number two, let's just say. You have a guy that comes into mindset with dating and he's like, I have to give, I have to give, give, give in order to get her attention, right? So we go in there giving gifts. We go in there giving attention. We go in there giving words of affirmation. We go in there giving, 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 where it's just like, we have to... Get her, and it's a mindset that tells us tells men, excuse me, we have to get her, and if I get her, that means that I'm validated. right? If I get the girl that I like to sleep with me, that means that I exist. That means that I'm enough. And I think those are the two common things that I see a lot with the mindset of going into dating, and I think there's a big reason also too, that that happens.
0: Why do you think that happens?
1: So the number one reason, I'll be honest with you, is because we've created the stigma for men, you know, our whole lives. Okay, so for example, as a woman, me, I come from a Spanish family. And they're very, we're very, they when I was my upbringing, I, my mother, my family, everybody, make sure when you have a husband, make sure when you choose a man, he's a great man, he's established, he treats you well, he's good to his mother, he's this, he's that, and breaks down everything for you, right, as a woman. And I'm sure so many women can agree with that. But then in general, if we peel back a little bit and we think about men when they're growing up, yeah, maybe their mother is like, have a great well, Make sure you have a great woman, like a great woman in your life. If you settle down, make sure she's a good girl. But how exactly are we defining good women for men? Right? Like, If, you don't... if they even hear that, by the way. Exactly.
0: I don't like, know if I ever unlucky. heard that when I was growing up.
1: Exactly. And that's what I mean. It starts there is like and then we've trained men like for and this is where I get so heated because this is what I want to change in our society. Yes. This trained, is why we're talking about this.
0: <laughs> Give it to us. What do you
1: got? And this is where we train men to live off a stigma of like, oh, if she's this beautiful girl and you guys have something in common, then you should be able to get her to like you. So then what we're doing is we're teaching men that she ha- he has to seek acceptance consciously on a conscious level and an unconscious level period and so on top of that we're t- other men are telling men oh he has a good girl pretty girl on, on his shoulder so then you're defining his value and your friends are defining her value but really what is she bringing to his life besides her beauty you know so that's like so common as well and lastly our society doesn't train men to have standards and values for the women they date. It's more spoken upon with women because of security. They have to protect themselves. They have to do this. I get it. But also too, with men, we're not going in and diagnosing like the reason why men are really not happy in a lot of their relationships with that they're in with women. And if it's all around us, right? So there's two things, a couple of things that I always say. I'm really big into mental health as well. And I mean, obviously, now this year in 2021, 2020 has gone up significantly. Unfortunately, the suicide rate is really high. And there's over 7 out of 10 men commit suicide. Now, that if that doesn't tell you there's an issue with the way that we are basically opening up to men and helping men, then I don't know what else will, right? And also, too... I know this is a completely off topic of what we're talking about but if you think about pornography right pornography is all produced by men and the number one thing that pornography triggers is it has a big community of men to watch because we've used men i feel like to attach to an idea of what women should be and because men operate a lot from their prefrontal cortex when it's about deciding for a woman and the looks of a woman We've taken that quote-unquote, which is not a weakness, but a quote-unquote weakness, used it against a man to actually make sure that he picks women that are just so-so. Maybe they're beautiful. Maybe they're great. Whatever. But what does she bring to the table? It's like we're not defining it for guys. And I feel like that's such an issue because it doesn't give a man a sense of belonging unless he finds it himself, which he should, of course, but then it's like, where's the respect for himself? How are we contributing to his development? How are we contributing to teaching relationships to men? How are we contributing to learning attraction the most authentic way possible? And so on.
0: Yep, totally. I, I want to I wanna piggyback off of this too. Is I'm under the belief that it's kind of like this two-step process in no specific order when it comes to Attraction, standards, things like that it's yeah. so you know guys have it backwards, right is they're just trying to get the best girl that they can or the one that they want the most and and with that, they don't feel worthy to have her, so they kind of settle or don't date at all or just continuously get rejected because of their self esteem and confidence issues so I believe that it's twofold like the ultimate formula is become the most valuable man that you can, mm-hmm. but then also filter and have high standards for the a woman that deserves to have you because you realize how high value you are, because you have the self-esteem, because you're not going to settle for someone who is less than someone that you are looking for, who's going to be a great partner. You know What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, 1,000%. And that's where, if you think about life in general, anything that you have, even like for you, trip the business that you have, the success on YouTube that you have, your clients, everything, like that didn't just come up, Just that didn't just come to you just because you woke up one day and you were like, I'm going to be a coach. Like you had to like put a lump sure, a lot of blood, sweat and tears into it and building that presence. And so with that said, it's like what we think too... We wake up one day and we're just like, oh, since I'm born and I'm human, I deserve a relationship. Yeah, but that takes work. Or I deserve women to like me. Or I deserve to be able to be able to sleep with a woman that I want to be sleeping with, right? But that takes work. At the end of the day, too, I do believe like your self esteem can be affected. But I also believe I'm a big believer that we contribute to that. We contribute to that by the decisions that we make for the women that we date. So. You can find a guy, and I'm sure you've known some men that have had really rough paths with women, right? Using them, doing whatever they were doing, right? And the women weren't showing up. But at the end of the day, like that's not the woman's fault. That I mean, it's a woman's fault for being mistreating the man and disrespecting him and doing all that. Of course, I'm not taking that away. But it's his fault just as much for choosing a woman like that. And so that's where it's like that's where it needs to change is the choice that we have and understanding the choice that you have. But if you don't understand your worth as the value that you bring to a table as a man, and men bring so much freaking value to the table. And if they don't find a woman that believes that as well, especially if they want to feel that, then they've got to understand that maybe those things aren't a match for them and start living that way. Because when a man has standards for himself, wow, is that sexy? Because women want to work for something. Women don't, especially beautiful women, right? So, here's the thing: a lot of people, and I'm not too sure if you believe this trip, but I believe I have a lot of friends that are models, and you know have, they've been in the limelight, and you know I've been in that era and living in Miami, being flown in private jets, and doing all this, right? It's very true. Things come easily, but the difference is, is like when you have a beautiful woman, especially a beautiful woman with her head on the shoulders, yeah, she might have a lot of guys that are talking to her, but. When she notices that a guy actually has standards and actually has values within himself, that's ten thousand times more attractive. I remember a story—a short story—when I was living in Miami, was my twenties, very single, (laughs) and we got flown on the private jet to go to the Bahamas with a group of our friends, and they were pretty wealthy guys and one of the guys that came along wasn't like as wealthy as him he had a, he was an entrepreneur had an own business but it wasn't as like wealthy as everybody and there was three of my friends and four guys and we knew them for a while and we didn't know that guy so we started talking to him and he wasn't he was stable but he wasn't like oh this rich guy that can afford a, a jet which really to me didn't matter but what i noticed at the end of that trip All those guys were flaunting those money, their money, doing this, doing that, right? on the trip. And that one guy just had really in-depth conversations with all of us, really was like stuck out from that. And all the girls ended up liking him, even me. And I was just like that. I always remember that because that tells me right then and there that no matter what, when you have value as a man, you stick out from anything and everything.
0: How do you do that without being rich? Oh, I like that question. <laughs> well, because here, here's, here's my thought on that. Yeah. I hear what you're saying and what you're saying is the truth. Because that, that's what you felt. That's what happened. That's the truth of the matter. The reason is why. And I believe that, yes, you know, his personality helped you become attracted to him. But the wealth got you in the door. And right. there's something there about that. It wasn't just like, "Oh, this guy's awesome, he's charismatic." It was that plus, well, look, he's a successful guy. So it was like the uh, I want to say the cherry on top, but it's, I'm not giving it enough value there. Yeah. It's more than the cherry on top, but it was what really it was what pushed you over the edge to then go, "Oh yeah, this guy, there's something about this guy. You know, so if you okay. can't get flown on a private jet, how do you become that? Guy who's technically uh quote valuable,
1: yeah, well, first of all, let me be very humble about this because I'm not a girl that was flying around on private jets. I was a one time occurrence, you know, and also too that guy that I'm talking about specifically, it wasn't him. He wasn't like this uber successful guy. He had just started his business and was very open about it. like he was just like, I'm not like these guys, right? I don't have money like these guys. So that's how I knew, because he was very open about it. And you can just tell the difference as well. So referring back to your question, how does a man do that that doesn't come from that money? Well, first of all, money helps, obviously. And I'm not going to say and sit here and lie about, oh, men don't need money in order to have a woman. Like You have to have some type of sustainability in order to you know attract a woman, especially that's healthy for you, right? I mean, if you think about it and we're we're on a mission, we're on a purpose, we're doing something in our lives to better ourselves, then we should be able to track someone that's in that same wavelength. But you don't have to be uber rich to get any girl. And that's where men go wrong, is they think that they have to be uber rich to get a girl. But you can't be this broke guy that is just not doing anything with his life. And there's a huge difference between a man, let's say, because I had a client the other day, there's a huge difference between a man living at home with his parents because he's trying to help his parents with something that maybe they're sick and he needs to help them or whatever the case may be and still on his mission still on his purpose still fulfilling his job still fulfilling his duties whatever he's doing that's a significant difference so the thing that set this guy apart is not because of the fact that yeah it's great it's like you know oh yes it's it's very appetizing when you see someone Especially if you get along with these guys. Like, let's be honest here. You know, I don't think that all women think like this. And I define this also in my attraction coaching that I talk about. There's four stages of a woman. And one of the stages is a woman, she will be only attracted to money. Yes, for sure. There's women out there that will only be attracted to money, plain and simple. And they will only want guys with money and they will only want that. Typically, they're women that are sometimes very insecure with themselves or know that their beauty is monetary value for themselves as well. And then you have another woman that is beautiful, but also is pretty, wants different things in life, is pretty high quality, wants a valuable relationship. And stability is what will attract her, not the richest guy will attract her. Makes sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So in all of this what do you think is the best method for a guy to be able to filter for the right woman
1: Yeah perfect so I like to start by defining like your personal worth as a man right cuz you know there's so many men and I'm sure that they're listening right now and that have listened to you for a years trip and there's I, the men that I work with I mean there's so much value and so much in their life that they've done and sometimes men don't even see their own value I'm like how do you not see this sometimes I want to go through the phone and just shake them and be like how do you not see this stop
0: you know <laughs> what's an example of that I'm curious to see what, that, what, yeah. what that's like
1: okay cool so I'll give you two examples um I'll think of mine one last week so last week the guys like I don't know like what what value do I really bring to a woman? And I'm like, are you serious? You flew as a pilot in the army, in the freaking army for like eight years. You can fly planes. You're well-established. You own a home. You also actually go to Costa Rica and travel to, you like to go there twice a month. Like, how do you not see that as like your own value? Like, you, In order to be a pilot in the army or the air force, excuse me, Like you had to go through a lot of mindset training, mental work, everything. Like, how do you can you not see your value in that, right? So it's about dissecting, like, what have I done in my life, and how does this define me for the good, and that right there will show you your value, right? Also, I had a man tell me, Apollonia, like I don't, and this is his name's Mike, one of my really long-term clients. He. Got over alcoholism. He's done so much in his life. And now his mother has Alzheimer's. And he was talking to me, and I was like, Do you know that you, there's so much value in the fact that you have your mom at home and you're taking care of that? Like, that's really, depending on the woman that you choose to be with, especially a woman that really values family, is going to see that as such a nurturing contribution and such a security contribution to your own family that you're taking care of your mother. How do you not see the value in that, right? It's sometimes we get so blinded about the shortcomings, quote unquote, that we have in life because we think that, where's my value because I don't own a Ferrari or I don't stay at five-star resorts every time I travel, right? But it's really about defining like, what have you done in your life? And what have you learned from that? And how can you give that meaning? Because not everybody can wake up and say, I'm going to be a pilot in the Air Force, right?
0: I mean, 100%, 100%, (laughs) yeah. I like that. I like that way of looking at it too. It's like, that's a good question to ask. It's a filter in itself to figure out what makes you valuable. What have you done? What have you accomplished? Where are you growing? You know, and, and I don't even think that that is a great example. It's a great example. But I, I don't even think it even needs to be that crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, if it is at that point, yeah, where you've gotten, you know, I don't know, you got your masters, you've gotten licenses, maybe you have a doctorate, you know, or or whatever, all that stuff is great, and I would encourage everyone to kind of keep pushing and making yourself more accomplished as a man, which is very attractive to women. I also think that people can be doing other things to be able to show that they're more accomplished. You know, even if you're, you know, really high up at your job and you're getting promotion after promotion after promotion, maybe you have really like hobbies that you're like, really good at. Right? and you have passions in other areas of your life, and you're just like a, an amazing golfer, or you, you're really good at, I don't know, maybe you do, you run marathons, things like that. It's like those are things too that I feel like count. It's like all these different little accomplishments. It's like, oh, cool. Cool. He's done some cool stuff. And it's awesome that this is a guy who's always pushing forward. It just It just exudes confidence mm-hmm. when you're... Accomplishing things when you're doing things with your life, and and you're not sitting in your parents' basement going, Woe is me, and life is against me. I'm unlucky, whatever. It's like that's just not going to work. And that's the bottom line.
1: Yeah. It's about yeah, exactly that's the bottom line. That is not going to work. You no, know, even a guy that's lost, let's say, 100 pounds before in his life. Like I always say, like,
0: that's a good one.
1: Yeah, it's a great one because. Oh, that's just a, I'm a sucker for those because it also, they come a lot with humbleness as well. But um, I definitely think too, I tell men, okay, we're all great. For the most part, I should say, we're all great at filling out our our resume for a job, right? But if you were to fill out your resume for life, like what would you put on there? And like literally fill out that resume on life. And if you have trouble with confidence and things like that, like post that on your bedroom wall, wherever you got to post it as a reminder because we're our own worst critics as human, right? Like we're, we're our own worst critics and sometimes we won't find value unless we have to dig and force ourselves to see ourselves. And that's the true growth. And I think too, when we when we talk about standards for the women we date and values and things like that, two things that I wanted to find too about values is like good values. Remember, good values are controllable, they're healthy, they're constructive, and they're proven or evident based. right? And then bad values can be like combative or destructive, emotionally based or uncontrollable or unhealthy. And so the reason why I bring that up is because when we peel back the onion and we just talk about dating and we talk about women, I think it's so important now more than ever for men, especially now in this whole era that we're living in, to really identify, to see if, go on a date and really tell himself when he's on this date, I'm going to have fun, of course. And if we hook up, great, whatever. But also, I'm going to see if she has potential to date me. Because as a woman, kid you not, 100% of the time that I went on a date with a man when I was single, I always went into the date thinking, let's see if this guy has it, what it takes to even be with me.
0: And why shouldn't a guy be thinking that on exactly. that exact same level?
1: Exactly. Why? Why not? Like, this is where it's. I just I get it gets so antsy when I talk about this because it's something I'm so passionate about. Like, I feel like we've diminished men's value sometimes. Like, especially other women, right? And so women have a responsibility to not do that as well. And so the only way that we'll hold responsibility for women is other women stepping up and talking about this, of course. But number two is men actually not putting up with it. And right. saying this is enough. Like, no, you're not the girl that I want. Just because you're cute, you have a perfect body, and you're pretty. There's a lot of other women out there that have perfect bodies and some pretty too. You're not my girl.
0: There's another one in here too. I wonder if you ever think about this. Is a lot of guys in this? They don't even know they're doing this. They give the woman value, or they assign her value because she likes him. So it's this terrible thing that's coming from guys low self-esteem is that they don't think of themselves as a great person and then if they meet someone and that girl likes him that in itself is raising her value that should never be a factor Mm -hmm. i mean it should be a factor in whether you want to be with the person right you're not going to chase someone or try to be with a girl who doesn't like you that's just like a default but that's not a reason to give a woman value and i think a lot of guys Do that on this subconscious level. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I definitely think that they do. And I think that that happens more. It's more prone to men that probably don't date a lot. I feel like. What do you think? Totally.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's guys who don't date a lot, who don't have a lot of experience with it, who are in the beginning stages. You know, they get into that one itis where they meet a girl and it's like, oh, wow, they got a girlfriend. Like whatever they did, it worked or whatever they're thinking. Like, yeah, yeah, it happened. And then they're just assigning that value because it feels good that she likes him. However, I, I think that would happen also with guys. And I've seen that happen with guys who have been dating for a while. Because what happens is, if guys listen to your advice and my advice, and they get good information from the internet, and they use it, and or they do coaching or whatever, and they get to a point where they're getting higher and higher quality women in their eyes... If they haven't fixed their self esteem, they're gonna run into the exact same problem and it's gonna be even worse, right? Cause they're gonna be like, oh, like I, you know, I'm a little bit more charismatic and better at conversation. I fixed a few things about myself, but they don't necessarily yet see themselves as a high value guy. Then they get this really cute girl. And then it's like, whoa, they are using this external validation on this extreme level because of how attractive she is to make him feel better about himself. Mm -hmm. And then she can get away with anything right yeah. the girl can treat the guy like crap or maybe she doesn't have the same values as him this is kind of my point here is you give a woman you assign a woman a value because you're just like oh she's pretty and she likes me validation 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 and now you're stuck with the woman who is not a good match but you're sticking with her
1: right because then you believe that that's the prettiest woman that you can have right yeah yeah, and, yeah exactly and also yeah i agree 1000% with that and I do think that with that said, that's where the attraction gets diminished, right? And that's where, not saying that women have a right to do this, but just as human, like if we look at human psychology, like there's rules everywhere around us. Like the minute we stop out of our, probably step out of our neighborhood, there's a stop sign, right? As humans, we're used to rules, right? So that's if you can think of values and standards, those are your personal rules. And so as humans, if we notice we're dating someone, women, men, doesn't matter that doesn't uphold within their own values and standards for themselves, we are going to probably disrespect them one way or another. And because we see a lack of value, and that's where attraction gets lost, and that's where men, they don't end up winning. And I don't think like we're, and I, I think it's really important to mention, like we're not saying this in a way of like, oh, you have to act this way to be manipulative to get this girl to stay with you and like you. It's really, this is all internally. Like If you don't feel good about yourself, a woman will see this eventually.
0: Yeah, it will come out. It yeah. will come out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's, I want to dive even deeper into this idea of what kind of woman guys should, or I should say, what kind of things should you look for as a man when you're dating women? So let's say you're at this point where you're like, yeah, I have self esteem. I am a catch. Does this woman deserve to be with me because I'm awesome? So you have that mindset which is good helps you filter for the right woman and keeps you on a good path but what should you look for Mm. would you say when you're trying to meet a woman that's a good match of course i know there's like specific things like okay maybe same religion or political beliefs or whatever and maybe that's some of the things you talk about but tell us what should a guy be looking for what are the qualities so a guy can take away from this episode like okay Now I have an idea, a little bit of a better idea of what to look for when I'm out there on all these dates.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have one thing. So first of all, you want to make sure that the woman is living with purpose, right? And this is the way that we're going to define it. So I always say number one, when you're going out there and dating, is you want to test her interest. I think it's really important that you test her interest because women also do this too to men. And a way that a man can actually test a woman's interest is by either on the second date, third date, fourth date, whatever you want to do, whatever feels comfortable, feel her out, of course. And on that date, maybe the first date or the second date or the third date, actually tell the woman, like, I want to see what you've got. Like, what if whatever you, let's do something, whatever you want to do. Show me a piece of your life, right? Show me what you would want to do next with me. And let's see if she shows up. And that's how you can test a woman's interest. And I think that's so, so important. And it I, works like a charm. I've seen so many men do this. And what happens as a woman for me, and this has actually happened, my husband actually did this to me to be honest, but um, <laughs> what happens to me is it gets us in a different mindset. And we get nervous a little bit. We're like, oh my gosh, is he going to like it? Oh my goodness. Like, If she really is interested in you, then you get her on her toes. Because now what you've done, you've initially flipped the script and you've said to her, basically, you show me a piece of your wealth. Whatever it is you want to do, you plan the next one. And I'll pick you up. I'll do this, whatever. Maybe if you want to pay, whatever. But I just want to see what you've got planned, right? What you've done is you kind of flipped the script a little bit and you've made the woman get into seeking approval from you. So that's one way.
0: Okay. Like it. Continue.
1: (laughs) And then number two, once you start to get to know each other, I would say test her independence, right? What does she have going on in her life? Does she have her own business? Is she independent? What can she bring to the table, right? How far in her life can she stand on her own? Is she responsible? Who pays her bills at the end of the day? That's a big thing is because... A lot of times we go into relationships seeking, sometimes we like this person and we don't end up finding out a lot about them. And then when we're finally in this relationship where we have feelings for them, then it's like, oh, you know, I'm back due on my rent. Oh my gosh, my ex husband did this, blah, blah, blah. And then, we, and then this is when the cycle starts, right? So why not just figure it out in the beginning is testing her independence? Like you have to test a woman's independence. What is she all about? What does she have going on in her life? And if she's not open to telling you, then that's a red flag already.
0: Because... you You don't want to be carrying her, that's for sure.
1: Exactly. Like, what does she bring to the table, right? Women now these days, more than ever, are the most independent. So if we are independent women, then we need to be tested on our independence if this is something that we want. So I definitely think that it's okay for men to ask the right questions and ask her, like, what are her hobbies, right? Like, what does she do? What inspires her? Right. Let's just say she's a yoga teacher. I don't know what what made you get. There's a reason why she's a yoga teacher. So figure out why she's a yoga teacher because I can guarantee you, in that story, you're going to find out a lot about her and where she is in her life. So I definitely think that's number two.
0: Cool. Great.
1: And then number three, which you might agree or disagree, which is something. I am 100% stamp on this, is you have to test her appetite. You can test her appetite for her impulses or her sexual desires. What do I mean by that? So what this means is when you and the woman, for instance, when you and the woman are, let's getting say getting hot and heavy, maybe it's the first date, maybe second, third, fourth, or maybe it's a month from now and she's been pretty intimate with you openly, because we've talked about that actually in my podcast, but um, let's just keep it for a week, You know, First date, second, third week, two weeks, three weeks in, no more than a month. But what I always tell men is do this. There's something that stands out when a man actually likes a woman, right? But you have to be very careful with this too. So I'm going to break it down to why you have to be very careful. But you have to kind of pull back from sex. Like tell her no and make her wait for sex with you. And the way that I think that you can do this as a man is, number one, you have to tell this woman that you're so turned on by her, that you really like her. Maybe you also have to kiss her. Maybe things happen. Maybe a little foreplay happens. And then you tell her, no, I'm going to let you wait because I want to take my time with you. Or you say something on those lines or something sexy, and you test her appetite and her sexual desire. I kid you not. Is if a the man
0: first time, this is the
1: first time having sex, first time, right. yes, 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 you're not gonna do this on second, third time yet. Um, okay. I kid you not, if a man was to do that, does that drive a woman crazy? Because of the fact, and here's the the good crazy, and I'm gonna talk about the bad crazy, but the good crazy because women are so used to men just wanting to sleep with them, like all the time. So would that one guy that doesn't that actually can curve his appetite a little bit? but also show that he's sexually desiring her but not impulsive, will actually get her attention a lot more, get her talking to her girlfriends. Oh my God, you can't believe what he did. Now I just want to have sex with him. Now I just want to do this. Now I want to do that. But here's the thing. Where it will not go right is one, if we don't allude to making her known that that we really do want to have sex with her. And then number two is, will it will not go right as if we also continue to tell her no. Right. If you guys allude to that all majority of the time.
0: I would say if you do it right, it sounds like it would work because you're making her chase and it does get her to be more attracted. But there has to be all of those different things in place. Mm-hmm. One you guys have had to, you know, at, at least at the minimum, kissed. I think you said that, right? So, like, yeah, foreplay for sure. Like that has to be there. Yeah. And also, I, I, I see how you said a month. I would say more on on based on dates. So I would say that, no matter what the circumstance, whether you want to do this or not, where you hold it back a little bit, I wouldn't do that past like five dates.
1: Yeah, I get what you mean. So based on dates, and that's why I said a month because typically once we... I would assume once a week we go on dates, but you never know.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be around then. It would be around then. So yeah, I think if you do all that, that could be very powerful. I just want guys to be careful too, though. And that's why I think it's good that you said that you want to make sure that there's kissing or foreplay involved somewhere in there is because... If you're in this mindset of like, okay, I'm going to wait and you're waiting too long to do anything, then you're just going to either friend zone yourself or just get hurt or just you're not moving forward. So nothing's going to happen. So it is like, to me, that's a very powerful method and I can see it working, but it's so crucial that you guys have done other physical things together. So
1: crucial. Yes. Sex talk, everything has to be happening.
0: Right. Like there is sexual tension there.
1: There has to be like a level eight to ten sexual attention. Period. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then yeah, for sure, that would be that would be huge. It also shows her too that you are taking your time in a way where you're not. Yeah, you're not desperate for it. Exactly. You're not desperate for it, and that you see her as long term potential. So Mm -hmm. you better, by the way, see her as long term potential because you're going to be in trouble. If you're just using this technique and you just want to have her be, you know, a hookup buddy, it's like, well, now you're just completely leading her on and you're just entering a world of drama when then you finally, guys, you do have sex and now she's going to be super attached to you. And, you know, moving on from her like that is it just, you can create some drama that you don't want to get yourself into, you know?
1: yeah, for sure. Not a good drama.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apollonia, this was an awesome, awesome conversation. Definitely want to have you back in the future. Sad that it took five hundred episodes to get you on I... here, but we did it, and it's awesome because you know I always enjoy having conversations with other people in the industry, you know, whether we disagree, agree, teach different people, whatever. it's just always interesting to hear different perspectives. And it was interesting to hear your perspective. So thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me, Trip. I really appreciate it. It was really fun. It's really good cool. to do stuff.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And tell the guys if they want to work with you, if they want to learn more about you, they loved your advice, where can they find you? You can tell us what guys can do from here.
1: Yeah. So um, my name is Apollonia Ponti. If you just Google me, no matter how you spell it, it'll come up. <laughs> but it's A-P-O-L-L-O-N-I-A is the first name. And you can find me on YouTube by just putting that in the search. And also at ApolloniaPonti.com where I have a list of coaching products and blogs that... I actually just posted one today and I actually break down how a man can start recognizing his own value um, as well. So definitely check that out.
0: Cool. Awesome. Yeah, we'll put some of that in the show notes so guys can check you out and learn more about you. Thank you so much for doing this and can't wait to have you back on, which I'm sure we will.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Sharp. I appreciate it.